0: Hi, welcome to this edition of On Tap, presented by FCSI of the Americas. I'm Wade Kaler, Executive Director, and On Tap this week, I have our FCSI of the Americas Conference Chair, who's always up to have a little bit of fun and not afraid to make fun of himself. When he commits to something, this man goes in, all in, agreeing to even wear a racing jumpsuit all day for our last conference. He's a, a a great fun guy and a high energy consultant from the Camacho Group. Please welcome Mr. Brett Daniel. Welcome, Brett. Hello. How are you? Absolutely, Thanks man. I'm doing good. Words. Thank you. Well, thank you for coming here. You know, you've you've agreed to do some really dumb stuff for me on camera over the years, and I promise you on this episode, it will not make fun of you. We will not make you spit water over somebody. We will not make you dress up and dre- uh, act like. Uh, 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 Cal Naughton Jr. or anybody else like that, you get to be <laughs> Brett Daniel for the episode. So <laughs> I'm glad I mean, to have you, you can't on.
1: Enjoy yourself, if you can't enjoy yourself, what's the point?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, hey, to get started, though, the, the whole purpose of the series is to kind of get to know our members a little bit better. So tell me a little bit about your background. How did you get started in the food service industry and what brought you to uh, Camacho.
1: Oh gosh. So, um, I guess my real first taste in the food service industry was working for, I worked for several different pizza places actually. So I I can make a heck of a pizza, sling the dough and all the rest of it. Um, one chain and, and, and that sort of thing. And then I kind of, I took a break because I needed to make more money because I was into vehicles and they are expensive and pizza joints just don't pay quite enough. So I moved on to, um, HVAC plumbing and electrical work so I learned a lot about remodeling houses and how to do that sort of thing which was great and uh, then I decided I didn't like crawling up under houses anymore so I bounced around uh, to a few different places until I finally uh, I talked to my dad about working for him and since he was in Charlotte and I was down here in Atlanta and I wasn't willing to move um, Mm. he mentioned that James you know actually put the feelers out they were looking for somebody yeah. And so I, uh, I had a good bit of background growing up learning AutoCAD because I would help my dad convert um, drawings to AutoCAD okay. uh, when I was in early teens. Um, so I knew the program very well and, and I figured, why not give it a shot? And I came in and I've been here almost 15 years
0: now ever since. Wow. Congratulations. That's great. What um you know with Camacho, what are your main focuses? Or not you personally necessarily, but what are the top segments that the the firm kind of works on? Is there is there a specialty?
1: Nope. Um, nope. The only thing I've not worked on is a cruise ship. I'm still, I think I would like to do that, but that's okay. about the only thing food service wise that I have not worked on. We, we will literally do everything food service and laundry design actually. So, right. um, we, we, we like to keep our hands out there and in, in, in all of the pots, you know, yeah.
0: so very nice. Well, that's what keeps you guys busy is too. I mean, that's, that's yeah. the good thing about it is, and I know yeah. that you've been very busy the last few years, uh, talking with you. And like I said, I've been very fortunate. You've even had time to be a part of the planning committee because i know how busy you've been so you're you are known obviously camacho and and sort of in the the consultant design world is that a big user of revit 3d design when you start working in that what what's your method of madness of working are you a are you a sketch it out first in your mind a sketch it out on napkin or do you go straight into the computer to get started on it
1: I dive right into the computer. I I feel like sketching it out initially, um, I feel like it's redundant at this point because it's so easy um, to sketch it out right in the program and then you don't have to redo it again. Um, So I I actually went to school for computer animation um, initially. And so once AutoCAD kind of went away and we started in this revit 3d world i got super excited because yeah. you know that was kind of my wheelhouse you know i like sure. i like 3d design and those sorts of things so um it's it's easier for me to just grab and move rather than draw in a race and and that yeah. just because I, I never had that background uh the drafting background where i where i had i mean i have drawn and stuff obviously sure. but um it's just so much easier and quicker for me to just go ahead and jump right in revit and, and yeah. start going that way
0: so you where do you see the Revit or the, the 3d or BIM or whatever we want to call it tomorrow's world? Where do you see it moving to?
1: Uh, I think it's a lot it's going to be a lot more virtual um there there with the three d walkthroughs and the, you know the ability with the the v r now uh that you could actually go to a meeting with a headset and everybody's in the room and you're all in a virtual world walking around this building before it's actually being built yeah um I think it's just going to keep progressing that way just because the 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 leaps that v r has made recently in the last few years
0: and have you noticed it as has it been different, obviously, working through, I know we're coming out of the COVID situation now, but working, beginning into it and then working through this, has it changed anything as far as being able to work on Revit throughout that 12 to 18 months?
1: Um, no, I don't no. think so. I mean, it, it, Revit, um, <clears throat> you know, there's a lot built into it that, you know, especially with the cloud services and BIM 360 that everybody's kind of working centrally anyway. Um, so yeah. it's, it's, it makes everything really easy to work remotely and, you know, in complete different locations all sure. on the same file without, I mean, it's, it's, sure. it's actually quite nice.
0: Nice. Well, what, I mean, you, you've been involved, you said 15 years now with multiple projects. What is one project that stands out for you? Maybe a favorite project you've worked on?
1: Oh gosh. Um, so I've got, a, a several that, you know, are stand out in my mind. Um, probably one of the, um, one of the craziest was when we were actually partnered with Ricka working on the Mercedes Benz stadium down here in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, well, At that point in time, we were still really new in Revit. So I was kind of learning Revit on a massive scale, on a massive scale. I I would never suggest that for anyone. Uh, I spent a lot of hours, a whole lot of hours on that one trying to figure this program out. But I learned a whole lot, and that's helped me uh, a considerable amount. So. I think that one probably stands out more than anything else because it okay. was just, it made such an impact.
0: <laughs> yeah. My,
1: absolutely. my sanity actually, <laughs> for a good bit. you know,
0: who, who would you say has been your greatest influence in your professional life?
1: Um, I don't really have one. I, tr- I like to, um, to draw from as many sources as I possibly can. Um, I'm kind of a, a knowledge junkie about just random things. So I, I like to get opinions, multiple opinions on everything and kind of consolidate those into my own. Um, so I can't really say one individual. I can name off a bunch of them yeah. <laughs> uh, that have made quite the impact, but I, I, like, to, I like to pull from multiple sources.
0: Okay. it's Fair enough. I'll let you get by with that one. Uh, what's the one thing about Brett Daniel that no one would ever guess when they meet you? Oh,
1: gosh, you know, and I thought about this question. I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of an open book. I don't have very many secrets. Um, I guess one thing that would probably be weird and I'll preface this by, yes, I'm okay. So, um, Probably craziest thing is I have this irrational fear or need to jump off of high buildings for whatever reason. And I actually didn't realize that there's a considerable portion of the United States that actually has this weird, and I've already forgot what it was. I did some research on it, but it's it's actually a thing that... It's not like I would ever do it, but I have this urge this it, luckily it's not overwhelming, but I have this urge to w- want to jump off of things and I don't know what it is. It's, it's a weird feeling and it's hard to describe, but that's probably about the weirdest thing about me.
0: So do you watch <laughs> a lot of those videos of the guys that parachute off like tops of buildings and stuff? I mean, yeah, sense? I would like never do lines? that.
1: I I, I hate, I, I'm not a fan of heights. And it, it, only, <laughs> it only started happening when I was, when I got older, because when I was younger, I could care less. I've walked on a lot of r- tops of a lot of buildings doing my HVAC plumbing work and stuff like that. But now uh, it makes me nervous. I, I I I Instantly, my hands start sweating when I see those videos, <laughs> like people doing that stuff. It, it, ooh, I can't do it.
0: <laughs> so I have to understand this. You have a fear of heights, but an uncontrollable urge to jump off of high things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's not as weird as it gets. I know. I
0: yeah, dude, it. I, I can't, I can't explain <laughs> that one either. What is, yeah. what's one piece of advice you'd give to anybody, uh, thinking of becoming a food service consultant? Um,
1: don't <laughs> once you're in it, once you're in it, you'll never get out. Never, yeah. ever.
0: How many times but have you, tr- I mean, how it, many times have you on. tried when oh, you I first, haven't. like,
1: Nope. I haven't even tried. No, Never I mean, like, about it.
0: go back to when you're working for your dad in your teen years. I mean, you tried to get away from that. You knew that you liked doing it, obviously. So, yeah,
1: the technology side of things, I, I gravitate to also. So that yeah. that was kind of like a double, double whammy. I, you know, I had, I had no chance of not being a, a consultant.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very good. What's one mobile app or online software you recommend everybody should check out?
1: Um, right now, TD Ameritrade and <laughs> amc stock
0: yeah i knew that was coming i knew that was coming <laughs> I, I i followed i followed a little bit of that so i i had a feeling that might be coming so let me I, i've been asking everybody this when you get ready to travel to go see a client what are the three must-haves you have to have with you before you can leave
1: uh, my cell phone in case i get lost um and usually pen and paper okay for jotting down notes and then um non-physically would be an open mind because you never know what you're walking into sometimes with these projects
0: (laughs) that's a great one i like that one a lot actually um when you come up against mental roadblocks when you're drawing in revit or or sketching something out or or even just in a meeting or writing something what is a tip or trick that you use to get past your mental blocks
1: Um, change of pace probably. Um, especially if I've been sitting at the computer for a while, I just, if you get burnt out, get up and go outside, check the mail, even, you know, watch 20 minutes of television and then get back to it. You know, the the little, little breaks like that, uh, you know, help a lot. Yeah, absolutely.
0: What is one task or a couple tasks maybe that deserve a lot of your attention, but seldom gets it?
1: Uh, keeping up with my schedule okay. and emails and those sorts of things. Um, we have a program that manages our projects and our, our schedules and timelines and those things. And I am so bad at filling it out. <laughs> you know, I, a lot of times I find out something to do when I get an email and I check it in the morning and it's like, Hey, by the way, you're such and such that's to due today. And I'm like,
0: Oh, <laughs> would you call fireball your version of uh, Popeye's Popeye spinach? Uh,
1: alcohol in general let's let's just get <laughs> that out there i'm a, I'm a, a much bigger fan of, of bourbon and whiskey actually okay but the fireball That's will fair. do it too i mean I, it's liquid courage <laughs> it, it's
0: one of those things that it's become kind of a tradition with filming videos with me is we even though we're doing it in the morning sometimes it just needs a little bit of something to make fun of ourselves a little bit better so,
1: oh yeah, especially when, when you hand me what I thought as a beer and it's actually full of fireball and I think yeah, a big gulp of it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's all the formal questions I've got for you today, Brett, but before I let you go, I like to inject a little humor into our conversation here. So I've got a set of, would you rather questions? Uh, so we'll just get started straight into those. So would you rather tell bad knock, knock jokes to everyone you meet or talk about yourself in the third person all the time?
1: Bad knock, knock jokes.
0: Would you rather be famous as a comedian or famous as a musician? Musician. Vacation in a luxury penthouse or in the remote wilderness? Luxury penthouse. Would you rather ride the scariest roller coaster in the world? Or bungee jump off the tallest bridge in the world? Roller
1: coaster all day long.
0: Really? The guy that jumps off buildings doesn't want to jump off the tallest bridge? No. I'd I'd say I would ever do it. I just said I have this irrational
1: need to for some reason.
0: (laughs) Would you rather eat a bowl full of jelly beans or a bowl full of Skittles?
1: (sighs) Skittles. Okay.
0: Would you rather know all the secrets to space or the secrets to the ocean?
1: Hmm. Space
0: never do laundry again, or never have to do dishes again?
1: Oh, man. That's tough because there's a lot of people in my house. (laughs) Um, Probably laundry.
0: Okay. Would you rather eat the most expensive dessert or drink the most expensive champagne in the world? Champagne. Yeah, I figured that was going to be the case with you there. Would you rather listen to the same song 24 hours on repeat or watch the same movie for a week? Same movie for a week. What movie? Step Brothers. There we go. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. Uh, would you rather be more technologically inclined or better with people? Technologically inclined. Uh, would you rather give up coffee or soda for a year or go without brushing your teeth for a year?
1: Oh, God. I, I would much rather give up the coffee and soda. All
0: right. And the last one I've got for you is would you rather fight three half sized clones of yourself? Or one full-size clone of yourself?
1: Three half-size clones of myself, I Three think. half-size clones. I'm not right. a very big person, so that'd be three <laughs> tiny little people.
0: <laughs> well, tell us how people can find out more about you and more about Camacho.
1: So, um, you can visit our website at CamachoUSA.com. You can find us on F-C-I- FCSI.org. Or you can email me at d at CamachoUSA.com.
0: Perfect. Well, that wraps up this edition of On Tap, presented by FCSI of the Americas. A huge thank you to Brett Daniel for joining us today. We certainly can't do these shows without members like you. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe to the show wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And make sure to turn on those notifications so you don't miss out on any future episodes. But until then, cheers.